Hey docs, Dr. Sharon McLaughlin here, the founder of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. Each week, we share inspiring stories about physicians who are stepping out of the box and changing medicine. If you're feeling discouraged, then this is the place for you. I can tell you that the sky is the limit and the only one stopping us is ourselves. I want you to do three things for me. I want you to listen to the podcast weekly to get inspiration. I want you to join our Facebook group where we do workshops on growing our business. We have speakers, guest speakers come by, and we also are there to support each other, to learn and grow from each other. And lastly, I want you to sign up for our newsletter because here you'll hear about upcoming events such as the guest speakers, and you'll be notified about what's happening in our group. If you like our podcast, please share it with a friend who can benefit and also give it a good review. This helps get the word out about what we're doing here. If you have any questions, reach out to me. Let's get started with this week's podcast. Hey, docs. Today we have Dr. Lisa Finkelstein with us. She is the CEO, the founder of Beyond Telehealth. Now, we know how important telehealth is during the COVID period. Um, It was important leading up to it. And certainly beyond after after COVID, we're going to be seeing a lot more telehealth. So our interests lie in telehealth and also bringing it into medical schools, uh, perhaps residency programs, different facilities. Background is in urology. Dr. Finkelstein, thanks for being here today. Tell us a little about yourself, your background, are you a president? You've done a lot during your career. Hi, Sharon. Thank you. It's a pleasure so-called virtually meeting you uh, in the new world of digital health. Uh, I, like many of your your, uh, podcasters, have come by my mission through a need that I had living in Wyoming. Uh, I moved there from, I'm from Philly, moved to Michigan, trained in Michigan, and then moved to Jackson Hole, Wyoming in 2003. And um, started my own practice and had to travel to very, very rural clinics. Um, I would fly on a twin engine plane twice a month. uh, And I would drive to another clinic twice a month. So every week I was either driving or flying. And uh, we have in Jackson Hole, it's winter for six, seven, eight months of the year. And it was what we call snowmageddon. And what would happen is I could not get to see my patients. They couldn't get to see me. And I became interested in telemedicine in about 2011. So way, way pre-pandemic. In our state of Wyoming, we have our director of Medicaid was very forward thinking and bought 500 HIPAA, HIPAA compliant Zoom licenses in 2000, I don't know, like 11 or 12 or something like that. And there was maybe five of us that started to utilize this type of of, um, seeing our patients. And it really wasn't totally ready for prime time. But then, as you know, the you know what hit the fan. And um, I often say now out loud, thank God for the pandemic. And that's a funny thing to say, but as you know, because you are an innovator uh, and interested in tech, is that without the pandemic, we would be, um, people like me who were telemedicine champions, I was looking at 10 years of trying to get doctors to understand what telemedicine was. The pandemic pushed everything forward. Um, I uh, am a urologist 
and um, very passionate about urology and now very passionate about telemedicine and digital health. And so I started my own company called Beyond Telehealth. You do a lot of consulting work with that, right? You're bringing it into the medical schools, hopefully residencies. Tell us about that. Like what, what is your plan there as far as long-term? What's your goal and how can you help? What's needed? Yeah. And we, we need basic training in it and more than basic. Right. So it's kind of, it's been a fascinating uh, journey because I, as a surgeon, as a urologist, I really, I knew that we were difficult, but I didn't really know how difficult doctors were to get them to change. It's been fascinating to try to teach an old dog new tricks. And I consider myself, I'm traditionally trained. I love touching my patients and hugging my patients but I had a literally like a lightning bolt struck me one day when I was talking to doctors about telehealth. And it was a young person, 35 years old, a mother, three kids. She was the secretary to the CEO. And she said to me, you know, Lisa, if I never have to go physically in to see my doctor ever, I would be okay with that. And I was literally blown away by that. And I had been working in this field for a couple of years. And that was when I switched my thinking, because I always thought that as a physician, that we needed to have an established relationship with a patient before we could practice telemedicine. And it's the younger generation, the students who are just entering medical school right now, that are not afraid of technology in any way that use it just, you know, as part of their life that are really going to drive this bus. And so when that happened, I was like, you know what, I could talk till I'm blue in the face to my fellow urologists and my fellow, you know, traditionally trained physicians who are literally older than 35. That's how like sort of that, that age gap is. And so I think the secret sauce is teaching the kids how this works and teaching them skills about digital health. So I've started um, lecturing to medical students and it's just been, and they don't even know what's happening. Well, you know, explain this, how does this work? So that's my passion is educating the kids. Going forward, uh, the different programs and all, you're looking to network, right, with deans, deans of the medical school, get your program in there, you know, be able to speak to them, be able to speak to the medical students, right? So going forward, if we can help as as far as a group goes, it's about making collaboration network, like networking with those, the deans of the medical schools, correct? Anybody else on your list? Yeah, no, I think that um, it is, it is not easy to establish that relationship with um, the, the people who are making the decisions at the universities and the deans of the curriculum. And even, you know, it's hard to know who the innovators are at the medical schools because they're also very traditional. So, yeah, if we could network in this group, and if people know who they are and are willing to say, yes, we would like to have telemedicine in our curriculum, but we don't know where to start, um, how do we do this? That would be fantastic. And it's more than just telemedicine, like actually seeing with people, right? Like you were talking about different forms and the business aspect behind telehealth, all the regulations that go along with it. And this is what you're teaching, correct? Right. So it's soup to nuts. So you mentioned that you're learning how to do coding, 
right? And so when I teach the, the medical students, um, I start from really the basics, you know, the terminology of originating site and distance site. And I also talk about policy and advocacy and licensing and the licensing compact and um, billing and coding. You know, they don't learn that in medical school. And, and I think it's very, very important that they understand how to get paid. And telehealth is now a part, another tool that they're going to be using to see patients and they need to understand how to bill and code for that. You're also working with small clinics, rural areas. I know that was your interest, but you, like if an office wanted to offer telehealth, you'd be happy to consult with them as well and get them off the ground, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's not that difficult, but it's just like putting, you know, putting together any practice, you have to build your website, you have to, you know, do your social media, you have to all those little pieces and parts, take time and effort, and I can help. I can help do that and organize these little practices. Yeah, good. You'll streamline the process for them. Great. It was so nice to talk with you today. Thank you for doing the work that you're doing. I think getting it into the medical schools, you know, making this part of the curriculum would really be advantageous to the medical students and the patients as well. You know, they're familiar with the technology, like you said. So thank you for doing the work that you're doing. Thank you very much for doing what you do. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you like us, Please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.